21 questions and we're live. I am your host, ICIE Music. If you want to follow anything I'm doing, make sure you check me out. We're back here now, Thursday. This is almost the, the middle of, coming up to the middle of November. Uh, but we are here back again in your ear again. 21 questions with Delvine Pitt. It's going to be a good one. Afrocentric, say, hey, in the building. How you doing? I am your host, IC. If you want to follow anything that I am doing, my at is in your comment section. It's I-C-I-E, music. And this is 21 Questions. Welcome if you've never, ever joined us. It's great to have you. Uh, this is the sit-downs live Instagram segment where we get guests on. We unpack their story. What is it like behind the scenes to be these people? And what does it take for them to attain success? Um, and so we've had some amazing conversations and we really, really recommend. Click the link in our bio. We've got so many, up to 30 episodes uh, that you can just peruse through, whether it's on YouTube, uh, your podcast, Apple Music, Spotify. Uh, you can go back and check all these conversations we've had. ZZ Mills, Ramel London. Um, William Adawasi, Irene Abbotton, um, Eddie Caddy, uh, who else have we had? Bobby Kasanga, um, Sway Safo. So many conversations. Make sure you click the link in our bio if you've never ever joined us before and just check out these wonderful conversations uh, that we've been having. Yes. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to be meeting with Delvine Pitt an amazing puppeteer with an amazing business, doing amazing things for young children. Uh, and we're going to just find out a bit behind the scenes what it takes to do what she does. Uh, I really like her story. And uh, we're going to unpack the jewels and the gems. I'm going to choke out here. <coughs> um, as we usually do, um, give us an emoji in your comment section of how you're feeling right here, right now. What's the time? It's... Um, it's 9.33, 9.33 on lockdown Thursday. Give me an emoji, let's see how you're feeling right now. Let me put mine in there. Um, this is my emoji. <laughs> I'm quite tired, but <laughs> always willing to do uh, the sit down of 21 seconds, 21 questions. I'm exhausted today though. Olufemi, how you doing man? In the, in the comment section, give me an emoji and let me know how you're feeling. Two more minutes and then we'll get cracking. Twenty-one questions. Delvin Pitts. Oh, Femi, how are you doing today, man? Let me know. 
All right, well, we got Tyrone in the building. Without further ado, you said you're tired, but it's been productive the past couple of days. I hear you, I hear you. Um, without further ado, I want to honour you lots of time and you come here on time, I want to honour that. So we're going to get straight into it. We're going to invite Delvine on. Again, this is 21 questions. If you've never, ever, ever been on this platform, we welcome you. And we welcome you to stay every Thursday at 9 o'clock. Today we started a bit late because I had a fireworks display at my neighbours and uh, they invited me, so I had to oblige. Um, but um, you are welcome here every Thursday, 9 p.m., when we have a different guest every week. So without further ado, no more talking. Let's get straight into it. Delvin, we're coming to you. Uh, let's see... Delvin, let me know. Do you want to do it through Little Crowns or do you want to do it through your name? Whatever suits you. And what does that say, Delvin? ID. Puppet Master Ventriloquist. JK in the building. Olufemi, JK and Becky. These are my these are my uh my loyalists. They're always here, man. Um so welcome guys. Thank you always for joining us. Alright, let's go into it. Alright, Delvin, we'll be coming to you on the little crowns. What's up? How are you? I'm fine, thank you. <laughs> can you hear me well? Yeah, yeah, can you hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you well. Oh, cool. How have you been? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Obviously, it's been a minute and a minute and a minute and a half. I'm exhausted too, so this is going to be a long <laughs> night. As you can tell. I'm like, oh my goodness, I've got no makeup or nothing, but this is the real You're fine, you're fine, yeah. <laughs> Um, what was today like being the the lockdown lockdown Thursday? Lockdown Thursday. So like I also look after kids, so that's what my day was like. I look after two. How many how many do you look after? Um at the moment I look after two. Two. Okay. <laughs> where, whereabouts whereabouts are you based? Um I'm I live in Croydon, but okay. uh, I'm staying in um Hampstead. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. So with Croydon with Croydon, how many how many planes? How many planes do you have to take? Planes. <laughs> yeah, to get to Croydon. There's one train, okay? <laughs> one train. I'm always asking because people are like, Croydon's so far. Croydon this, Croydon that. <laughs> I heard you need a passport to go to Croydon. <laughs> you don't. Need... Where do I live? Oh gosh. I don't believe in London. Let's just put it like that. <laughs> Okay, so you got things to say about. But... <laughs> oh gosh! Well, on my um my uh, other page, you know, I'm like, should I go on? Do you want to go on that? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. We'll swap. We'll swap. We'll swap. All right. <laughs> over. All right, cool. Uh, welcome, if you're just joining us. Twenty-one questions. Whose skin is glowing? J.K. Is my skin glowing? Safe. It's, it's mine. Uh, but yes, welcome to twenty-one questions. <laughs> Uh, we are here with Delvin Pitt today. It's going to be amazing. Escala is in the building. Oh, how are you doing? 
Um, so we're just going to switch over to Delvin's uh, other account. Let's go live there. Escala, long time, man. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm, I'm wanting to really do this because um, I, I remember back in the day when we did uh, Jesus, my logo, uh, <laughs> and you helped me out with that. Um, but it was just great to see you doing what you're doing um, and just the space that you're occupying. Like, it's such a rare space and it's not really, it's not really highlighted. People don't really talk about it, but you're doing amazing things in that space. And I thought, let's shine the light on that. Let's let people know uh, the amazing things that you're doing. So you are on 21 questions. This is how it works. You're gonna have up to 21 questions and you've got one pass card, only one pass card. So if there's a question you do not want to answer, you can use your pass card. However, mm. it means you won't get your prize. Now- what? Prize? I didn't know that was a <laughs> <laughs> is there a good prize? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, amen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start you off with the quick fire round. These are quick questions. Don't yes. even think about them. Just answer them. Okay. So let's, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. So let's get your timer up. Okay, your timer is up. Are you ready? No. <laughs> what is Delvine most proud of? Um, what are you most proud of? Proud of, I guess, stop business and kind of just like going for it um, and like traveling and yeah, just starting a business and going for it. There we go. Starting for a business and going for it. Great. Um, what is your favorite voice to do? out of all the characters that you have? Um, I guess I love, I love doing Samantha. I think she's just such a, like an innocent character and I really enjoy, enjoy playing her. Yeah. Is Samantha there? Yeah. <laughs> Can I see, say hello? This is going to be so weird. Oh my goodness. I even knew you were going to do this. <laughs> Isn't this the quick fire round? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it after. Let's do it after. Oh my God. This is weird. What is the big? What is the biggest misconception about puppetry or the industry of puppetry? Um, I think that that everyone in there is like. I would say everyone in there is weird, but. Oh wow. <laughs> when I know when I being in the puppet industry is kind of. Do you know what people think it's a lot easier than it actually is? That's, mm -hmm. I would say, yeah. A lot of yeah. people like you just talk to puppets, but it's actually really. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you won eight million pounds today, tonight, what would you do with it? Um, I'd probably invest a lot into um, my community. Yeah. A thing to say, buy a house. I need to buy a house, but also like try to invest it back into like buying some properties in Jamaica as well. Okay. Jamaica, Jamaica. Um, great, what's the greatest piece of advice you've received? Received? Mm. Um, I don't know. Um, Something that really just kept you going when you needed it the most. I just to not give up. Yeah. Keep, 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 yeah. And just keep being me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Never give up. Keep being me. I love it. 
down. <laughs> What's your uh, greatest fear? Um, I'm quite clumsy, so I guess I'll just falling over in, in on stage or in public. That's probably I'm, I'm terrible. It's not my greatest fear. Whew. I don't know. Like, yeah, I think maybe just doing something really embarrassing. I think. Yeah. That's <laughs> fine. Is that ever? <laughs> Um, what's your lockdown cheat meal? Um, I like, um, I do like a, obviously a Nando's. Can't go wrong with that. I'm trying to think of the things I've ordered on Deliveroo recently. Oh, Wingstop okay. in Croydon now. Ooh. I've had it twice. <laughs> so, I've um, never had Wingstop. <laughs> I've never ever had Wingstop. Haven't you? Is it actually nice though? It looks just like, it just looks like barbecue sauce just put on chicken wings. No, it's, it's, it's the flavour of barbecue sauce. Okay. It's, okay, and it's not only barbecue sauce. You've got your little <laughs> honey sauce, lemon pepper, you've got all sorts going on. So it's mm. wonderful. I might have to take a flight there. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> flight? Who, <laughs> who, is, who is someone you miss the most? One person you miss the most from New York? Oh. <laughs> We're going to get into this. We're going to get into this. Okay, cool, cool, I, cool. I had a feeling you'd say no one. Okay. Um, I'm back for a reason. <laughs> what do you think fascinates people the most about ventriloquism? Um, I think because they, most people end up being so engaged with the puppet that they don't realise it's actually, you know, me talking. That's, that's, it's so true. No, it's so true. Um, <laughs> yeah. What did you want to be in your childhood? Um, funny enough, like a children's TV presenter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually wanted to do it. So. <laughs> you know what? You you occupy a rare, a rare kind of atmosphere where what you want to be as a child is what you're doing, like now. So, be proud of that, man. Be so proud of that. <laughs> Um, what is the one thing you're going to do when anti-corona leaves just is stopped and is done and finished? Um, I'm probably going to start doing my like live sessions again, but have it like on a much bigger scale. So have mm. bigger performances. So yeah. try that online platform to, to make it bigger and better. Nice. Awesome. Ah, you made it through. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Grab some water. <laughs> <laughs> that nerve-wracking. Yeah. It's the pressure. The pressure? Oh, no pressure, no pressure. All right, so you've done your quick fire round. That was just a light, light touch. That was light work. We're going to dive in right now. Um, hope you've done yours. So let's do that again. Get your arm. Cool. Um, so let's go into it. So you... Um, in that, for those who haven't known about you or know what you do, in a quick elevator pitch, give us an idea of who you are and what you do. Terrible at selling myself. So, <laughs> my name's Delvine, aka Del Del, and Del Del. I'm a puppet, puppeteer, ventriloquist, and I'm um, an entrepreneur, but I'm also like a content creator, but like kids, con kids content creator. So, mm write like songs and like create music and different things for, for, for children under the age of seven. 
yeah and i run a company called little crown story house yes that- little crown story house yeah, yeah that's right yeah uh, guys make sure you check out um little crown story house afterwards um even if you don't have children yourself there might be nieces um nephews or whatever that want to be interested um in just watching something different most people that are watching most people are like oh my gosh i love myself i love oh they like watching it themselves yeah (laughs) yeah you love love cartoons and stuff like that so yeah it's true i watch it all day cbb's (laughs) um so now that you do i mean the fact that you do this job and this kind of role and this is your business is very your business is very front-facing, like you are almost the star of the show. But yeah. as a child, as a child, you were very, very shy. So how, one, what made you so shy? And how did you kind of get out of it? Yeah, so when I was a kid, I actually had selective mute. So meaning that wow. when, I think I came out of it when I was five or six, around, yeah, around six. And literally, my mum would tell me all the time that I just wouldn't talk to anybody that wow. I didn't like. But I, like in nursery, apparently they thought that I just couldn't talk at all. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. They'll ask me a question. And the thing is, yeah, things like like nowadays, those things would have probably been looked at. Like, okay, what's wrong with her? What's what's going on? Mm. And but back then, it's like Jamaicans were like, oh, just leave her, leave her. Put <laughs> 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 on tea. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think. By the time I was a teenager, I just thought to myself, I just don't, I'm over it. I don't want to be shy. Mm. Like, there's nothing wrong with being shy, of course. But for me personally, I just didn't see the benefit of just not talking and not just going for it. And mm. of course, I still have elements of that. Um, I'm an extrovert, but I do have, obviously, everyone has elements of just being introverted and just wanting to, like, have their own time and have their own space. But yeah, yeah. Um, I just felt like, you know what, I just need to just just forget what people think and just go for it and then yeah. it kind of changed from the age of about 14 15 mm. from there yeah do, do you know what was was anything in particular that triggered it um i feel like there was um i think i remember being it was actually more in college and i had a tutor and i think because I was so shy, I used to kind of follow a lot of other people and I mm. never used to hear my own voice. Mm. But then a teacher said to me, you need to stop doing that. You, you're, you're actually a lot smarter than you think and a lot more creative than you might think. So you need to stop following these people because they're leading you down the wrong path. Wow. And I don't why, but that just him talking to me, just it just clicked. And I decided to just stop kind of being friends with them. And then I ended up going to university and it all just kind of came out from there. And then, yeah. Have you ever been able to meet that teacher that said that? No, I haven't. His name was Craig. Um, but no, I haven't seen him since. So That's deep. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's deep how Yeah. You know, yeah. they can just you can say one thing and that's enough to that set you on a whole different path. Because if yeah. you kind of stayed on that trajectory, I doubt you would have, you know, started this and, and what you've got now and the children that you're affecting. So big up Craig wherever you are, hopefully you're Yeah, wherever please. you are, Craig, big up. <laughs> Um, tell me about the training ground you had to kind of go through because you um, you were you moved into acting and drama and went to identity um, school at the time. How instrumental was acting as a training ground for what you do now? Um, 
I would say a lot of the training what, what I did now was before acting. So, oh, cool. as you know, I studied production in uni. Um, and a lot of what I've done now has suddenly aligned itself. So <laughs> I studied production and then I was like, I don't want to be behind the camera anymore. I don't know why, but for some reason after um, studying production, I was like, I can actually be in front of the camera. Like, why am I hiding yeah. behind the camera? Like, this, this is crazy. So then um, th through that, um, I went to drama school, went to identity, and obviously that opened, I was a complete beginner in acting. I grew up shy, introverted, didn't want to talk to anyone. And then I was suddenly exposed to this acting world and I was around all these extroverts. And um, it was great. Identity was also an amazing start because at the time when I went, I didn't realize that so many people were like <laughs> massive. So like, I think John <laughs> was also was in my yeah, like loads of people that are massive now were all there so it was just like a, a great foundation and then um yes so sorry i'm losing my trailer for so then yeah and obviously going to drama school in new york that was another experience kind of mm. having kind of fend for yourself and um work for yourself and um achieve do everything for yourself um i then realized it's, it's, yeah, it's all aligned. So then studying production, going to drama school, and also I done puppetry in my church when I was nice. a teenager. So I don't know how Little Crowns has just suddenly become this merge of <laughs> all, all those things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And even the fact that I had selective mute back in the day, using puppetry has helped parents communicate with their children who might also be struggling with communication too. So it's just really, really, really interesting how it's just all aligned and all merged into one, yeah. So do you parents learn how to do it as well in your workshops? Not really, but like, I think I kind of have given them the idea of, oh, yeah. it works. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My child that doesn't speak doesn't seems to be reacting through, through the puppets. So then they, they might be like, oh, I bought a puppet um, today. And it really, wow. getting that feedback is, is always awesome. So eventually i would love to provide training for parents on how to how to communicate with kids that might be struggling as well yeah would you ever um i don't know sell your own range of puppets yeah i will yeah 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 100 um going to new york like when i was watching i was watching a lot of your interviews from before Oh, wow. And when you talk about New York, you always seemed to, um, <laughs> it didn't seem, <laughs> it didn't seem like it was as glamorous as it would have been expected to be. And it didn't seem like the experience was what you wanted it to be. What happened in New York that was so, that really put you off that experience? The thing is, I'm so grateful for New York. I, mm. I think... New York, I definitely wouldn't have been where I am today. Um, it's, it was definitely worth going mm. and through New York. So I want to say the good things first. It was through <laughs> that I decided that, um, so I um, done drama classes for with the school. They had, a, I went to Stella Adler Studio of Acting and within the school they had um, an outreach program. So we got oh, to yeah. do, um, prisons, mm. under prisons in like the Bronx, and that experience in itself was absolutely like amazing, life-changing in a way, like to go into a school where there's like metal detectors and stuff like that. I was just yeah. like, 
and there was a time when I went to, I went to Rikers Island and there was a time was it through red as well yeah like literally oranges and black yeah. yeah 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 oh yeah with red yeah you really yeah. did research, you? <laughs> <laughs> we got we got it yeah so even with red so um from orange to black so we 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 done a program there where we taught prisoners drama yeah and, um yeah so through that that's when i started um telling stories and i started making puppets and then i thought okay this this seems like a good idea and when i came back to london i decided to kind of carry that on as a business mm. always miss out certain details <laughs> when, when yeah um so where was I? I so you said that that was the good part of it. Yeah. What was... I was like, wait, what's But the bad part of New York is um, I was just constantly like never settled or never happy. So that kind mm. of like caused, I don't know, people, it's, it's a long story, but basically I had to even take someone to court. That's how like I was a true American <laughs> when I was. <laughs> Like, I, I, I won obviously that's why I'm happy to share it with everybody but then yeah. that level of like seriousness it was when I was over there mm. um and I was just like I'm not living like this in London like why am I here like it was crazy okay and, okay you're doing you're doing a very good job at ice skating at the moment so you're skating on the edge but you're not skating on the ice <laughs> what was it about New York <laughs> Remember, you got your pass card. Yeah, you have. You do have your pass card. No, um, I think it was just like it was just always a struggle. So when mm. I was at drama, I was at drama school five days a week, and then I worked in a restaurant during the weekends. Mm. And I worked, um, I done like an evening drama school class, and I was working in the daytime, so I didn't have any time for myself. Uh, yeah. And when I was telling this to people, people were just like, "Yeah, that's that's New York." That's, that's okay. And it was just like constantly on the go, 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 go. And then I was just like, I cannot, I can't live like this anymore. So I got wow. really when I was over there because of the stress I was under. And when I came back, I said this to someone today, when I came back to London, I went to the GP straight away because I was sick. And they're like, you're not sick. You're like, you're stressed. And you're also suffering from depression. And I was like, wow. me? Smiley old face. <laughs> <laughs> And I was at the time, but I was holding it in and I was putting on a complete front, but I was, and there was so much kind of mentally going on um, mm. with me that I just, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to wow. be back. It's a relief being back anyway. That's nuts. Cause you know, people, you know, people always do refer to New York as, you know, the city that never sleeps and the grind. And we talk about the grind and the hustle in London, yeah. but that, that is, you know, a hundred times worse over there. Yeah. Uh, but you don't really think of because it's, it's almost like you're stepping into a moving train mm -hmm. and you don't think of the after effects of stepping into that moving train when yeah. you've been going 30 miles per hour and then you know you step into the moving train of 100 miles per hour um, mm -hmm. would you then say when you came back to London was there a kind of like a decision that you had made in your mind that whatever I'm going to do it has to be there has to be peace and it has to be kind of calm Oh, thousand percent. Because I, as you said, I was constantly moving. It was like, go, 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 go. And I felt terrible because everyone in London, they were like, oh my gosh, you're in New York. <laughs> great things. I don't feel like I'm doing great things. I'm really down. 
Wow. Yeah, it was almost like that pressure that I had to stay in New York because of the expectation that people had of me. Like, oh, she's in New York and she's going to prison. She's telling, she's teaching kids drama and she's, <laughs> she's going to be. I was like, I don't, I'm not happy though. So in yeah. the end, put my happiness first and, mm -hmm. and whatever I do is it um, is as you said at peace and at calm and mm. full but yeah it's for you it's for you yeah. what would you say makes you happy about um what makes you happy about working with children or even serving children um i guess it's something that i'm i guess like naturally good at um and I've, I've gone to, I've gone through a lot of career changes throughout my adult life. But then when I started working, like as, as I said, I also work as a, a nanny. But when I started doing that, you know, it it was something that I was just naturally good at. And then starting mm -hmm. doing storytelling, people just was really like giving me great feedback, which I'd never really had in my adult life. Mm -hmm. So it's just been great using my natural skill and yeah. benefiting from that as well yeah yeah do you find it much of a stretch or just it's just natural yeah i don't, I don't find it difficult oh yeah you know some people are like, oh, i said the kids are down like, and i was just like oh it's fine yeah 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 like i've always been like that's fine i like i like I, game games and activities and stuff like that to just keep them yeah. constantly do you still have a love for acting? Is oh, there still yeah. that, it, that itch there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But I don't feel like I've stopped acting. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Everyone always says that. Are you going to go back to doing acting? I'm like, oh, I, I am just, acting every day. <laughs> still, like, I get the camera out and I'm in character, and yeah, I still feel like I'm acting. Hundred Was there a role that you really enjoyed um, taking on when you were doing a lot of productions in New York? Um, I enjoy playing the kind of like powerful, um, powerful roles in a way. I don't know why I was, I was kind of being casted as that, like, a lot of people saw me as like the maternal role, but then a powerful maternal role. But I do feel like as an actress, I look, I just look a bit too young to be casted as that, but then I always enjoy playing those those roles yeah. um trying to think of an example even someone like red from orange is the new black someone like that is someone who i would enjoy oh yeah 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 nice i saw some pictures of um it was like just it was the pictures of you performing and yeah. you just looked obviously because you're here smiley and you know <laughs> did <laughs> and with little crowns bubbly but these ones you look serious and yeah, really yeah. in character and I just I love that because it just shows your range and um the different things you're able to pull on as a as an actor and yeah. just like you said the acting hasn't stopped it's just you're in a character right now and you're playing yeah. that that character yeah. in that role love it love it um everybody that's joined us so far welcome to 21 questions with Delvin Pitt uh we got little crown story house uh we are just exploring the story so far and it's wonderful. So far, you have not used your pass card, even though you could have. I know. Um, but um, 
You're doing good. You're doing good. Tell me about the 21st of July, 2018. What did I do in the 21st of July? I feel like it's a date that I should remember. It's, it's a date I should remember. That's when I started the business, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I started Little Crown. <laughs> um, what, 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 what made you take... What made you take that leap? Because it's it's really stepping into the unknown, and um, yeah, yeah. So, and how did it feel? Yeah, that day we, um, me and my friend named Afia, she's helped me out quite a lot with the business actually. Um, we were we done a show at the country fair festival, and um, it was kind of the first time I used my puppets. To, to see just to see how things go and people were like oh yeah you're really good at this I'm like really and I actually made well so it was just like people were just genuinely impressed by by it and I just thought okay this is the day I'm gonna officially say I started my business wow. the rest is history but I'm not trying to say that it's all been smooth it's been rocky and it still is rocky but mm. it was a special day how how did you get into the element, that side of making them yourself? Because you could have just, I don't know, you could have just bought them off Amazon or something. Well, um, my sister was helping me at the time. My sister's an artist and she's helping me um, make some of the puppets. And mm. to be honest with you, it's one of those things where I'm realising with puppetry, you have to kind of do everything. So mm. you have to... And you have to also have, maybe have a specialist in the type of puppetry you do, but you still have to kind of know and dabble in all sorts of puppetry. So you have to know like, how to do shadow puppetry and, or marionettes or just have an interest in it. So you know exactly how to manipulate a puppet, even object puppet, puppetry, you kind of have to, have to understand. So puppet building is just a part of the, the puppet world. Uh, yeah. Tell me about, uh, I, as a child, I tried to try my best to mimic being a ventriloquist uh, <laughs> <laughs> but my mouth was my mouth was always moving yeah um how because i saw i saw a lot of on your instagram how you'd practice and you'd practice and practice how do you go about perfecting like is can you go to school for it can you learn it or for you or use yourself talk I tried to go to because I always wanted to learn it. So then I tried to look Google ventriloquist schools, ventriloquism training. Couldn't find anything. And then I literally just went in the mirror, had my puppets <laughs> doing my ABCs like I was in primary school, and then then went from ABCs to then counting numbers, and then from sentences, and then after a while it just started to come natural mm -hmm. and hard at first and then you kind of just catch on to it and then it and then it works after a while let's see a bit with um samantha okay <laughs> <laughs> i've got no pressure now <laughs> what's wrong I i'm tired del del what's, what's what's all this about oh hi uh, hey what's up samantha I, I wanted to just know how how long you've been alive and been going for and how you found working with Delvine? Uh, well, I was born in the Sang and Cross store in uh, 2016, I think. I don't know. I, 
don't know, Delta, what else do you need? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, hi. Oh, what's all this? Oh, so good. Oh, thank you. Oh, this is so nice. Oh, sorry, what are you saying? You're, you're amazing. You're... <laughs> oh, hi, I, I wish I could do this, you know. <laughs> my daughter, you know what? I'm gonna try and do it for my daughter because she she would love it. <laughs> so when, you no, know, it's so true what you said as well that like, I'm 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 obviously talking to you. About her now, haven't you? <laughs> it's night interview. Twenty one questions for me. <laughs> okay. Five minutes go. All right. Uh, favorite TV program. <laughs> Sorry. Carried away when something comes out. <laughs> Can we have a round of applause in the comment section, please? Oh my gosh, Garvey, that's just amazing, man. Because obviously, it's like we've all seen it done, but <laughs> you're shaking the head. <laughs> like we've all seen it done, but <laughs> but actually, I don't know. It's weird, actually. How are you throwing that voice? How, or is it just a distraction? Is her moving making me just focus on her while you do what you're doing? I think so. I think so. I think it's it's one of those things where you're, you're just focused on me. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help. <laughs> I think it. You know, it really brings out the kid in like everyone. I think, like you said, when when the adults are watching it as well, because I think. It's, it's, it's almost like taking us back to the, the, the essence of magic and illusion. Mm. Like we clearly know that that puppet is not real, but our imagination. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> we, our imagination projects onto her, onto that, onto Samantha, onto the puppet to say, no, it's what's happening right here, right now. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Oh man, I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> what, what did you say? I said you're not too bad yourself. Thank you. Well, thank you so much. We we aim to please. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, tell me about. Tell me about this investment. Three. You invested three thousand pounds into your own DIY setup. Um, Actually, no. <laughs> Say again. I talk too much, you know. <laughs> Three thousand pounds. Now, everyone always uses the the slogan: "Invest in yourself, believe in yourself." Invest. What did it really mean to invest three thousand pounds into yourself? Because now, all bets were placed on you, and you had to kind of deliver. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. So it was three thousand pounds in it, since lock down so okay, so okay. <laughs> before that it's a lot more but <laughs> down happened and i decided to kind of focus online so i wrote in my um in my so i'm, I'm gonna go now bye bye everyone bye samantha <laughs> good night good night log on log on what are you saying in the comments oh, I got... yeah she gotta go she gotta go <laughs> distracted um so um, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Amazing. 
um so yeah so lockdown happened and i wrote in my uh, vision board that i wanted to do like uh, a youtube thing and kind of have like a more of a tv show element because i felt like my toddler group was there but no one really or my friends didn't really know what i did they're just like, oh, how's, how's that um so i thought okay i'm gonna show them my art so i decided i'm good I'm gonna use this opportunity in lockdown to show people what i can do i'm not a puppeteer um i'm not only a children's entertainer but i'm also a, a content creator like i also I mean, as you know i'm also passionate about like editing yes. i haven't done that in such a long time so i just would like i use lockdown as an opportunity to go back into it and it's just been great because people are like oh who's editing your videos for you and, about, like, uh, me. <laughs> like, and it's just like it's just been great just having that just exploring into that and, and doing that again kind of like um yeah just going back to editing i just i forgot how amazing i how mm. much how much i loved it and yeah just yeah it's been fun <laughs> so the investment the... i think but it's paying off yeah 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 100 yeah. yeah what's the what's the reality versus fantasy of of starting your own business um because in this climate you know especially on lockdown there is this overemphasis for people to go and start your business. Now is the time. Being entrepreneurial don't work for anyone. But what would you say is the reality of what it takes to to make it successful? Um, the reality is that it's hard. Like it's actually genuinely hard. Like you have to you you have to work in your own terms, your own hours. Like you have to motivate yourself, yeah. um, as well as having a a side job especially in the early stages you might have to do something on the side to kind of keep you going and that's also hard because you want to do your side job you want to make money but at the same time you have to invest in your business and you're like what what priorities what what money or like my business what what priority here um like for example now like i'm still nannying because of lockdown what happens um i gave up my nannying job in um I think January and then obviously in March and then I have to go back to nannying now because like I'm not making anything yeah, really yeah. because of um and it, and the fact that it was going so 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 well in January that I said great I'm finally at a position where I can kind of a hundred percent be self-employed and work for myself boom it changed overnight literally Damn. and yeah you have to, there's there's so much like you have to constantly please people sometimes you get negative reviews and things like that uh, and what are people saying um so with um my toddler group i you could have a bad day in my toddler group for example and then that one bad day someone will go on google and be like i this was this was a terrible class i've never <laughs> and i'm like really like you could have just said oh i didn't have a good time or i couldn't see sorry um you have to face some competition as well i've had mm. some issues with com competitors and that's been really really hard and trying to ignore them and not take things personally realizing that wow. like yeah that that was probably one of the hardest things that i've had working with um, being kind of threatened i wouldn't say threatened um blackmailed by a competitor <laughs> was actually blackmailed yeah <laughs> oh my gosh 
<laughs> so you wouldn't think this even exists. You, in, in, in my in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, it's all. No, I mean, like, children. A children's puppetry thing, and there's so much. Yeah, there's so much wow. going on with other. Oh, don't worry. The majority of um, com competitors work really well together, but then you do get the odd few that are like can ha that have been really really mean because me coming in as a new person and mm -hmm. like okay. taking over the industry in a way was, didn't really sit well with a lot of people. So <laughs> yeah, wow. <Looking> great. <laughs> yeah. And that's always gonna. I guess that's always gonna happen when you are <laughs> when, you, yeah. when you're when you're doing well. You know, people are gonna be looking at you. How do you? How do you stay focused? I mean, someone had a question here where they said um, sometimes the pressure to do your own thing is too much. Um, yeah. How do you stay focused? Big up, Abiyake, Abiyake, Abiyake88. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's a really good question, actually. Um, how do I stay focused? I think because I just genuinely enjoy what I do. Like, I generally have a love for what I do that and I want it to do so well that as soon as I wake up in the morning that's all I think about like mm. what I'm gonna do for Little Crowns today and my customers as well I know that they have an expectation of me to to do something so I do a live stream every Sunday and I say hello to the kids via YouTube and Facebook mm. and because of that they keep me motivated like all the time because I know that they're gonna expect something from me every Sunday and that yeah yeah, that gets me up and gets me going. Love that. I love that. Um, tell me about a time, a time that, a wow, give me a wow moment, a moment where everything just came together. It was just a beautiful moment where, I don't know, have you connected with a child or connected with a parent or a family? Something amazing happened. Give me a wow moment. So I used to run my toddler group in Dulwich and there was a time, there's a few times where like the, the whole, like this was East Dulles Pitch House and it was sold out every time, like a couple of days before. And it got to the point where like the queue outside the picture house was just <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Bear in mind, this is the same area where the competitor was. So you, you know why, why this happened. So I was just like, what is, what, what is this? Like, what's going on? And I was just in shock. And I had another venue in, in Brixton, I think it was the same week. Mm. And I the door and I was just like, it was like a line of people coming in. And I was just like, I'm actually, I'm actually doing this. And <laughs> yeah, this was in like January. So does <laughs> that, does, does that success bring any, uh, what's that, what am I trying to say? Does it bring anything new into your life? That type of, you know, when you see it becoming successful, um, whether that's confidence, whether that's um, your ego rising and you've got to kind of keep that on. <laughs> no, um, um, I think it's, I'm not, I know a lot of people think that I'm confident, but I do literally put myself down quite a lot, even though it doesn't like, look, look that way. Yeah. Um, but it, it's one of those things where I think I have to keep saying to myself, okay, 
you're you're probably better than you think than you are yeah mm. but i kind of need it <laughs> to be honest with you because they know I'm not good. A lot of my friends that might even be in the comments, they know me. I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this today. I'm not any good. And then yeah, I kind of need that reassurance from time yeah. to time. We all do, man. We all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this year has definitely been a year for really shouting from the rooftops that Black Lives Matter and, yeah. and, and really fast standing up as Black people in the Black community to say that what we've had in the past no more, that we're coming and we're coming for everything. And I noticed with your with Black History Month, you did a lot with the Windrush and, and just in general, you seem to involve a lot of your culture and, and you don't really shy away from, in a sense, being black. How has that been bringing that into this space where it's normally, it's almost, it's almost like a white space yeah. and you're the only black face. How has that been and has there been any challenges? Um, well... It was difficult because, let's say, let's be honest, the people that did come to my toddler group were majority white, mm. um, which was nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. But like, I was almost nervous to be like, all right, <laughs> um, special, you coming? Um, but I wanted, I, my, my aim, and even with little crowns in general, was just to have black faces as the norm. Yeah. Um, There's a couple of like logos and images that I had. And I think the first thing not everyone or someone said was like, oh, why did you put like a black person? Why didn't, why aren't they purple? Why can't it be like, you know, inc like inclusive or, you know, everyone needs, I'm like, but if it was a white person, you probably wouldn't have said that. I've just noticed that like on TV, we're talking about, diversity or and things like that but people only complain when they see like a black face but if they saw a white face they would they'll do, it's just it's just the norm some no. they create that from like so children can see all races as just and diversity as just the normal That's thing the to norm. yeah yeah there's no oh they're black they're this that yeah 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 and that's beautiful because when even when you brought up samantha um I forgot, it's <laughs> so funny. How can I put it? I forgot that Samantha was black. <laughs> because I'm so, I'm so used to seeing them green, purple, da 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 da, that for a moment it went over my head. Yeah. But when I started to watch your stuff more, I was like, no, this is a black puppet. She's, if you were to put her in a box, she's a black girl. Yeah, yeah. And I think like you said, the more you do it, the reason I didn't see it, is I've been watching your videos all this time that it became the norm. Yeah, it's just... So, so now, you know, so, you know, I commend you and I salute you as well. Like, keep doing that because young people are going to be, children are going to be watching this. Like, I, I let my child, you know, my daughter, she watches, you know, Jojo and Grand Grand and yeah. all these other programs where we're trying to normalise you growing up seeing different ranges of races and colours, you know, within your more we do that we can if we're talking about equality etc yeah that's going to come from the way that they see other people so they've got to see something they've got to see something different otherwise they're going to assume life is you know just one way and so now salutes to you salute to you salute to you um all right last question i've got for you you done well yeah you haven't oh wow <laughs> you haven't folded <laughs> at all i love it 
um, purpose is a very, very big thing for you and, and, and chasing that purpose. Tell me how important it is for you for chasing your purpose and, and in a sense, for other, you think other people, um, how important it is for them to chase after purpose, chase after happiness. Um, I mean, I couldn't live my life just like, you know, I, I think for a long time I pretended to, um, I pretended to not live my truth and not live within my purpose. And I'm telling you from now, all of those facades that I did put on, it just failed. And it fell for a reason because I knew that I wasn't living in my true purpose. Yeah. And as I said, you know what, I'm going to live within my truth. That's when things started to, to, to work well. Yeah. And people saying these things like, oh, I'm so proud of you. You're doing so well. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, this is only because I stepped out and I lived within my truth and in my purpose. So I would say to people as well, just, just honestly follow your, as, as cliche and cheap, <laughs> You don't want to, but follow honestly your heart's desire because honestly doors will open and you, you you won't know until you kind of step through that door and and go into the journey. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Delvin, <laughs> Delvin, thank you so much for joining us today, man. Seriously, I appreciate it, man. Um, guys, can we have a round of applause, please, in the comment section? Um, you didn't use any of your past cards. Um, so you do win a prize and that prize is holiday if, <laughs> <laughs> if there was a holiday you think I would, give, I would give it to myself first um, <laughs> but you get a front row seat to a new puppet show that has just um, started up oh cool yeah <laughs> I'm trying to think and, Anything open right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so here is the first uh, character. How do I log off this thing? <laughs> <laughs> but look, my mouth is not. That is it? <laughs> really? My mouth is not moving though. I'm, I'm bad. I didn't have an, um, I didn't have a good prize today. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, I need to work on that. Um, but no, I, I, I think today I really was wanting to shine light on the amazing things you are doing. Someone said, not impressed. She's not impressed, boy. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> uh, I just want to shine light on what you're doing. I think it's amazing, man. I think it's, so you it's so unique and it's so needed you know and so on the days that you feel down on the days that you feel like what am i doing just go and watch this back and be reminded and just watch yourself just watch yourself talk and enjoy whenever you talk about children and whenever you talk about um puppetry and what acting just remember you're doing something that matters it matters so much so there's people that love you and support you and are proud of you. So just keep on doing it, man. Um, yeah. We hope to see... Is, B <laughs> is, B is BBC knocking on the door? <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet, so not yet. They're coming, they're coming. 
but thank you so much for today, man. Thank you for All right. <laughs> Samantha, great to meet you. And um... <laughs> yeah, that's it. Well, maybe you can meet my daughter one day. Oh, tell her I said hi. Oh, yeah, we'll do. We'll do. We'll do. <laughs> All right. Take care. All right. Bye. <laughs> guys thank you so much for joining us for uh today's 21 questions um we got delvin man she's just a lovely soul um and she's doing amazing things in a space that people some people don't really know about you know and uh she's shining her light there she's working in her purpose uh, but she's also you know working to represent who she is her culture and everything and her community so please follow her follow what she's doing share 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 uh thank you for you guys for joining us today we got becky uh she's a great interview uh bigger Ascala, great to see you abby abby ak88 uh said greatness keep living your purpose um olufemi said it's a prize in lieu don't worry <laughs> uh guys let me know how you found it in uh, the comment section like i said Click the link in the bio after you finish this, if you're staying up for a bit more um, time. Click the link in our bio, click the YouTube link, and you can watch all our episodes that we've done um, since the 16th of April. Yeah, 16th of April, we've done 30 episodes. Um, Abby AK, thank you for joining us, man. You said it's the first one you've tuned into, we'll check out more. Please do, we've got like 30 episodes. Um, and we're in lockdown. So you can just binge, 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 binge. We're going to be back here next Thursday at 9pm uh, with another guest. I've been your host, Icy. And you can follow me on ICIE Music. Until then, take care. God bless. And big up lockdown Thursday. Hope there's not a second one. Cowboy. Take care, guys. Bye.